Planet Japan, Episode 4, for June 26, 2005. Adrift at Sea. On today's show, Amy talks about her real-life adventure and her new book. We find out why some women don't like women-only train cars, and why some cows love Dairy Queen. And as always, the Planet Japan dancers will dance their way into your heart. Stay tuned. Get ready. Get ready. Get Get your seatbelts fastened. You're about ready to land land on the Planet Planet Japan Japan. with Amy and Doug. Want to hear a joke? Sure. What do you call a cow with no legs? Hmm, what do you call a cow with no legs? Mm. I don't know, I give up. Ground beef. <laughs> ah, because he's on the ground. <laughs> That's I get right. Move. Wow. Another cow joke right here on Planet Japan. And I love cow jokes. Oh, yeah. But you know, Cows are a serious subject. I don't know that we should really joke about them. Well, actually, later on in the show, mm-hmm. we've got cow tales. Oh, that'll be good. we've got some more funny information about cows. Oh, that'll be good. And so hang talk, around. We're going to talk about women tonight, too, right? Yeah, we are. First, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Douglas. I'm Amy Chavez. And we are... Planet Japan. And we are still in Japan, is that right? I believe so. Yeah. Last time I checked. Yeah, we've been here a while. We have. Yeah. Do you ever plan on living back in the U.S.? Oh, I try not to plan really anything. Just, you know, let come what comes on this Okay. Planet. Well, you know, we're getting more more listener feedback. Okay, this great. This is so cool. I just love the fact that people are listening to us in faraway places like Austin, Texas. Ooh, Austin, Texas. Yeah. You know, my brother used to live in Austin, Texas for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, he said it's a really cool place. Mm. Uh, this is from uh, a young woman named uh, Kwan ZZ. I think that's not her real name. Probably not. Yeah. It's a cool <laughs> name, though. Kwan ZZ. It's kind of like a planetary name. It fits mm-hmm. with Planet Japan. Yeah. She says, hey, congratulations on the podcast. I accidentally stumbled upon Amy's website a year ago, and I've loved reading her columns since then. My favorite issue is still The Grand P. Oh, yes, about peeing. I guess I'm, I missed that one. Oh, well. The podcast was great, both informative and hilarious. Oh, well, that's sweet. Just like Amy's columns. She's got good taste. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Uh, but then it gets disturbing. Okay. <laughs> what is it now? Sorry to ignore you, Doug, but like the other guy, I've never heard of you before this. <gasps> no. I don't understand why people in Austin, Texas have never heard of me. <laughs> she, they've heard of you, but they've never heard of me. Well, not they. One person in Austin, Texas has heard of me. But at least she says, uh, are we listeners giving you an inferiority complex? I'd say yes. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. But yes. now they've all heard of you. Yeah, and please, now so that you've heard of me. They can't say they haven't. Exactly. And now that you've heard of me, please spread the word. Right. That I am here. <laughs> He's definitely I'm not here. going anywhere. Anyway, she talks about our music and says uh, we could use more music, and that's definitely true. We did have Cows with Guns last time. A couple yeah, that of times was great. Ago. That yeah. was a cool song. But we do have a call out for music, so if anyone would like to submit music. Please do. Please send us your music on an MP3 file, or if you got it on CD, you could send us a CD. If, uh, if you drop an email to us, we, we can arrange that. But we would love to have your music and play it on the uh, program so other people can enjoy it and give yourself a little... Uh, promotion that way. Our email address, of course, is planetjapan05 at yahoo.com. You can go to the website at planetjapan.org and uh, be sure to go to the blog where you can find all our show notes and links to uh, things that we're talking about. Okay, so um, what's this I hear about a new book you're writing? Ah, yes. Great. 
It's called Little Titanic, mm-hmm. A Journey Through the Inland Sea and Beyond. Wow, what's that about? Well, it's about uh, a trip I did last year on a 40-foot yacht mm-hmm. uh, through the Inland Sea, and I wrote Japan Times columns at the time, uh, six weeks worth. Okay. That would be six different columns. And uh, after that, we were headed um, out of Japan and to Australia, actually. You, were go- you went to Australia? Well, not quite. Um, the columns abruptly ended <laughs> for a really good reason. Yeah, what happened? Now, most uh, of my readers do not know this, but actually what happened is, and the reason why those columns stopped was that uh, we got out into the Pacific Ocean and we were on our way to Guam when we hit a storm and uh, we had to be uh, rescued at sea. We were out there for two days, just floating aimlessly in the ocean, waiting, hoping no someone kidding. would uh, find us. Because the sails were destroyed or something? Well, the boat rolled, the mast broke, and all these mm-hmm. things, and uh, all the events that led up to it and the uh, accident itself were all mm-hmm. in this new book, oh, okay. which kind of tells the real story. And it also offers a lot more details behind the uh, columns that were written at the time, oh, too. okay. Yeah. Wow, it sounds like a fascinating story. Well, um, it's taken me a year, actually, to write the second half of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, because June 6th is the day we were rescued, and um, June 7th, actually, two Japanese sailors returned from circumnavigating the globe. So um, on their anniversary, I was actually on uh, a ship (laughs) being brought back to Japan after having been rescued. Wow. Yeah. And um, anyway, we're starting a series of columns, which started last Saturday, um, and they are four excerpts from the book, Little Titanic. And um, as you can see, there's a bit of foreshadowing in the title there. <laughs> the Titanic, yeah. yeah. That's right, Little Titanic. Yep, the boat did not make it. Um, but at any rate, um, it should be lots of fun. So um, if you're interested, uh, then you should be reading the Japan Light column in the Saturday issue okay. of the Japan Times. Now, it does appear in the Sunday issue of some of the editions. Mm-hmm. But uh, for most people... If you get a subscription, it'll be in the Saturday edition. If you buy it in a bookstore, it'll be the Sunday edition. I see. And um, then I did get some feedback already from now, last uh, Saturday's article. Last time you got busted by a reader, and once again... I've been busted been again. busted again because you made a... Not just a little mistake. I freaking abused the English language. You made a huge mistake. It was so freaking huge. It was it was even worse than George W. Bush's Bushisms that uh, have become so popular. These That's days. right. This this could be a Bushism. It could be a Chavezism. It could be. It's yeah. well, I don't really want to start getting that <laughs> reputation. Thank you. But I am American, and uh, uh-huh. every now and then I have a Bushism. And anyway, the language police were out there. And uh, we have a reader, Thomas Wynant, Okay. and he wrote in to tell me about my major big time right. can you Can you read the original as it appeared? Yes, I will. Okay. Here's the, uh, the first paragraph of the article. June 7th welcomed the return of two Japanese sailors who circumvented the globe nonstop, Kenichi Horie and Minoru Saito. I have a special admiration for these men, because June also marks the first anniversary of my rescue from the sea while attempting to cross the Pacific in a yacht to Australia. Right. 
And Thomas says, happy to know that some people can circumvent mm -hmm. the globe. Yeah. That ought to go into the record book. Up to now, they have merely circumnavigated it. Circumnavigate. Oh, <laughs> So circumvent, how would you define circumvent? It means to get around something. To go around something, that, yeah. but not physically. Right. In the sense of going around the globe. You can circumvent a problem. Right. By finding a way around the problem. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So um, this was really a horrible abuse of the English language. And uh, Thomas Wanant mm -hmm. is our language police out there. He has busted me. And as his reward, I'd like to let you know a little bit more about Thomas Wanant because he has a consulting firm. Yes, it's called Why Not Consulting. <laughs> Why not? We're not. And um, he's obviously very good at his job because I could have really used some consulting and he mm -hmm. gave it to me. Yeah. He could see an opportunity there and he put his skills to work. That's right. You can visit his site at www.geocities.com slash winant underscore consulting slash index html. Oh my God. Well, we'll put it on the blog. We will put it on the blog yeah. because that's a long <laughs> It's a mouthful. But yeah, he runs a consulting service uh, for international marketing, corporate communications, transnational partnerships, multicultural training, wow. cross-border coordination, domestic and expatriate staffing, and advice on Amy Chavez's use of the English grammar. Exactly. He's very good at what he does, does, I can tell that. Yeah. So we thank you very much, Thomas, for writing in and busting me <laughs> on that one. Anyway, so I did want to tell people that the <clears throat> book will be released as an ebook on my Dollar Bookstore site mm -hmm. at www.mooshop.com. That's mm -hmm. Moo Shop with four O's in Moo. And it will be available July 2nd. Uh, we are currently taking pre-orders. And uh, they can either, either do that by contacting me directly at amychavez2000 at yahoo.com or by going to the website, again, at www.mooshop.com and then click on the Dollar Books on Japan okay. site. July or 2nd. Click. July 2nd. Okay. And uh, if you pre-order a book, then on July 2nd, as soon as it comes out, we'll send it to you in an email and you'll mm -hmm. be one of the first to hear the whole story. Of your... Big Adventure. Of the Big Adventure. On the Little Titanic. That's right. Now, did you name it the Little Titanic after your little uh, of course. misadventure? Of course. In honor of the... Right. I see. Mm -hmm. The Little Titanic. Mm -hmm. yeah. Was there a time when you were really frightened that you were not going to make it? Of course. That must have been scary. Mm, was, yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm. It's all in the book. Okay. Yeah, I didn't re care to revisit it. For a long time, but now really? it's it's been a year, yeah. and now I'm I'm happy to go back and. And you never the you never really wrote about it before this. No, I didn't, and my editor wanted me to. Yeah. But I was like, you know, I'm not really <laughs> ready to rehash this. Yeah. I was just really glad to be back alive, and mm. yeah, yeah, it was an interesting experience anyway. Wow. Yeah. So. You know, I watched a movie a couple of weeks ago called Open Water. Mm-hmm. And it's about two scuba divers. Mm -hmm. who go out on a scuba expedition. Ooh. Do you know this story? This is a true no. it's based on a true story. And they go out way out into the ocean and then the the guy in charge of the trip m did a miscount mm -hmm. and accidentally left this couple, this uh, husband and wife in the water. Mm. And they went back to wherever they to the land to the mainland. Mm -hmm. 
they pop out of the water and there's no boat. Wow, that would be horrible. Nothing but open water. But they survived. Well, I don't want to give away the end of the movie. Okay. Yeah, right. it's a great movie. Okay. Open water. Okay. Mm. I love love that movie. Mm. Uh, let's see. Oh, you know what? I think it's time for In the, in news. the news. In the News. In the News. And what's in the Japanese news? Women are in the news. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, something that caught my eye was um, this thing that they started in Tokyo recently where they have special train cars that are for women only. Wow. Oh, yeah. Sure. They've You've been heard around about that? for yeah, a few years now. A few years? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. it was a fairly recent thing, but it's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, a little while. Mm-hmm. And the reason for this is? Because of there are a lot of damn perverts on those trains, and mm. I can I can attest for that. Really? Yes, that's how I learned my the word for pervert in Japanese. Which is? Chikan. Chikan. Yeah, it was like six, I would only been here like six months. Uh-huh. I had my first experience, which I will not go into this yeah. time. Okay. But anyway, uh, yeah, all women cars on the train, that would take care of the problem anyway. Well, you would think. But no. now there's a group of women who are organized to get rid of the women-only cars. Really? According to this article in the Mainichi Daily News. Oh. They seem to think that it's a bad idea. Why? Well, they have a kind of an interesting way of looking at it. Uh, some of them say that um, because of this special car for women, if you... If you're a woman and you're riding on a regular car, these guys, these these chikan, might assume that you are welcoming such <laughs> advances because you're not on the women's only car, you see. Well, um, hmm. They think, well, if you really didn't want it, you'd be on the women's only car. Well, now, I would say that maybe if you were to walk into one of the regular cars naked, that mm. might be true. That, yeah, well, Anything that, short of that, I would doubt it. Okay, and another uh, aspect of it is that some older women travel on these uh, women-only cars, and they get mocked by these younger high school girls. You know, who who look at them and say things like, "Oh, who would want to molest you? Why are you on this car?" Oh, that's that's you know that's that bad. I can't think of anything worse than traveling in a in one car full of high school and junior high school girls. Yeah, they scream. They do. Yeah, they're always yelling and laughing, and <laughs> it's just yeah. So I would go for, like, maybe personal cars. Just, you know, our own personal one person to a car would be nice. That would be great, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe two at the most. Well. Yeah, if you yeah. had a friend with you or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this group says, you know, why not uh, men-only cars? Well, of course, I knew that was coming. Yeah, well, this is a women's group talking about. Mm-hmm. They're saying you, you have women's. Anyway, they think the whole idea is kind of a bad idea. They say what you really need is more policing and more more uh, cops in the cars and on, at the stations. And well, I think that whatever works, you know, yeah. is good enough. And it seems to me the women-only cars are working for the women who want to ride them, and those who don't, then, you know, screw mm. them. <laughs> go. go flash the men in the <laughs> other cars. I don't care. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there are uh, these women's issues mm-hmm. do come up in Japan. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't think that there would be such a bad pervert problem on the trains, mm. that they would have to have women-only cars. Um, so there are definitely women's issues in Japan that we don't have, for example, in America. And I've got another one for you. What's that? Get this. They are now going to lift a ban on women in mines and tunnels. Did you realize there was a ban on women in mines and tunnels? I did not. Yep. Women are not allowed to go into 
minds. Right, and according to this uh, newspaper article, which just came off the news presses, it says uh, superstition held that each mountain contains a goddess that would be jealous if she saw a woman underground and cause a cave-in. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) But the next sentence says, but times have changed. You think? Oh, thank God. (laughs) Get rid of those goddesses, those jealous goddesses. Uh And... um, and then it says uh, calls to lift the ban have increased with the growing number of female civil engineering experts who are not allowed on underground sites. Well, yeah. You wouldn't think that you know that would have had to been the final straw. Yeah. But to change some superstitions in Japan, you know. So Boy. this is something that they're working on, but they haven't really changed it yet. Is that right? The uh, ministry is debating the law right. changes. They're debating, so they are debating. You know. Can you imagine what that debate must be? They like? might be debating forever. It's like, what if they change the, the law and then there's a cave-in? Yeah, and then they they say, oh, well, we shouldn't have done it. That's right. And if yeah. there were any women hurt in the cave-in, then they would say, oh, it's your fault yeah. for having changed the law. Okay, and there is uh, one more thing in the news that we wanted to um, get into a little bit uh, today, and that's the new campaign by the Japanese government, which is called Cool Biz. This is a very hot topic these days. And it's a very cool name. I love the name, Cool Biz. Cool Biz. Yeah. Yeah. And what it is is they're encouraging workers um, and offices to wear short sleeve shirts and no ties in order to keep the uh, air conditioning temperature at 28. Okay. So to save on energy and uh, CO2 emissions. Makes sense to me. It's kind of a casual Friday mm-hmm. every day. Right. Well, it makes sense to us, but the Japanese, actually not all of them are so uh, so hot on this topic. Because they enjoy... Overdressing and being hot. And That's right. Yeah. yeah, they think that uh, once you take off that facade, mm-hmm. right, that no one will take you seriously if you don't have a, don't a have jacket a tie and tie and long, long yeah. sleeves. So are, is this campaign less than successful? I don't know. They really have a, It's just been... Uh, uh, there's been a lot of debate about it so far. Of course, it hasn't gotten really hot yet either. It's getting there. It's, it is getting there, yeah. yeah. And... Um, but actually, a lot of people think it's just another attempt at the government to spur the economy because they feel that these men then are going to go out and have to buy whole new wardrobes. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're just going to cut off the sleeves yeah. w- of their shirts with scissors, right? That's true. They're going to have to go out and buy all these short sleeve shirts. They're going to have to you know, buy new ties, maybe. So most, you know? most men wear long sleeve shirts and a tie and a jacket in the hottest months of the summer? Yeah, some people do wear short sleeves, but they wouldn't take their jackets off then. Because they're embarrassed because they have short sleeves? And because a jacket's more formal, right. Oh, I see. So yeah. they don't want to be too casual. But it's interesting because I've noticed uh, even on Shiraishi Island, mm-hmm. where I live, in the summertime, the women who are over 40, they don't like to wear even sleeveless shirts. Because they're embarrassed to show their shoulders. Hmm. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Really? So it's kind of just this thing where you're not just not sh- supposed to show that much skin if you're in a serious business, you know, if you're in an office. Well, I, it's probably good that I'm not in a serious business because I hate ties. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I haven't worn a tie for, for a long, long time. Mm. Unless I absolutely yeah. have to, I just don't wear ties. Mm. I think they look nice, but, yeah, they're not always called for. And they're dangerous because they could get caught in, like, a fan or something. <laughs> right. and you, you just choke and you'll be dead. 
Well, interestingly, the Thai Association, Thai Makers Industry Association, yeah. is up in arms about all They're this. They're whining about it. They are whining big time. Why are they whining? And uh, it's because they think that now they're not going to get any sales. Their oh, sales are going to slump. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. But I find this in Japan a lot, don't you, where people whine a lot. They do whine. You know, yeah. when something changes. Yeah. And they say, hey, unfair. It's, it's kind like, of the, the Japanese wine industry. Pour yourself a glass of Japanese wine today and whine about something you you don't like. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody else uh, whining about? uh, Is it just the Thai people that are upset? Yeah, not not the Thailand people, but the Thai people who make the Thais. Right. They say, "Hey, you're taking away. You're taking food off off our table. Yeah. We can't feed our children because we're not selling any neckties this summer." Well, I think they were also kind of upset because they felt they were taking the brunt of. all the blame for the CO2 emissions. And obviously, just by taking ties off isn't really yeah. going to change it that much. But, That's you true. know, it's... You it's know. a start. It is. And the other thing uh, is that, really, air conditioning hasn't been around that long, especially in Japan, as many of us know. And uh, what did they do before air conditioning? Mm-hmm. They, I would seriously doubt they were wearing all these clothes then. Yeah. So it's just a matter of uh, going back to where we were maybe 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, you know, I would. Uh, if I was working these long hours that everybody works, I, I would want to be comfortable. I would want to take off a tie and. Are you a trying jacket. to say that you're not working these long hours? I am temporarily. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, just until next month, and then I get back to a regular schedule. <laughs> well, actually, I haven't noticed uh, the heat much at all. Uh, being on the island where it's always breezy and cool, it wasn't until I came into Okayama today into the studio mm-hmm. that I noticed that it was really hot in the city. Today so was really hot and humid. The humidity is really kicking up. Well, the rainy season's almost yeah, here. It's yeah, it's coming. Yeah. So, any of you who are suffering from the stifling heat, then I suggest that you come on out to Shidaishi Island to the Moo Bar. Take a dip in the sea. And we'll serve you a frozen cocktail and let you hang out on our new hammocks that we oh, have, have on the hammocks? beach. Mm-hmm. No yeah, kidding? Yeah, yeah. At the bar or somewhere Yeah, else? no, at the bar, on the beach. Because the I know Moo there's bar. that one farther down from you that I used oh, to. Oh, no, no, no. That's, yeah, that's just for decoration. Oh, really? Yeah. So these yeah. are actual These are real hammocks. hammocks. Yeah, we've got three of them. Oh, so that's now great. you can just, yeah, swing in the hammock, look out at the sea. Yeah. Yeah, sip your, your pina colada or your moo margarita. Boy. And relax. Can't get much better than that. Yeah. So Take a dip in the sea, but watch out for those uh, nasty jellyfish. Ah, they'll be gone by then. You think? Yeah, the Shinto priest is going to take care of that oh, when he right. throws out the insects okay. on July 3rd. July 3rd actually is the big day. On Shiraishi, because it's the opening of the sea mm-hmm. and the opening of the uh, swimming season. So everyone, come on out and mm-hmm. uh, enjoy the beach. Now, if people want to go out there, of course, they can stay at the International Villa, or if that's full, what other options do they have? Well, that's a good point, Doug, because the villa is full already. It's booked on all the weekends. No kidding? Yeah. Through uh, July, last time I checked, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's already booked through August as well. Mm. Now, there are some spots still available during the week, depending on uh, you know when it is. Okay. But it, it books up, up really quickly. But there are other options. Um, there are a couple other places on the beach that I would recommend. There are Japanese-style minshukus, mm-hmm. and they're from 3,000 yen a night. Uh, no frills, you know, just a place to sleep. Mm-hmm. To a 9,000 yen a night, which offers two meals, as well as uh, wow. yeah, futon and 
That sounds great. Yeah, so, yeah, don't let that stop you from coming out to the island just because the international villa is booked. And um, if you uh, do want uh, me to book you into one of the Minshukus, I can do that. Um, really? It's just a service I offer for the foreigners because a lot of people don't speak Japanese and um, I know it's kind of hard to do the reservation, so it's just something I, I offer to do. So people can just email you? and They can email me at amychavez2000 at yahoo.com. Okay, great. So I'll take care of that for them. Can I uh, sleep at the Moo Bar? On the hammocks. <laughs> In the hammock? Yeah. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I think it might be time for cow tails. Yeah. Okay. Okay, now this one, you told me this one before, but I'm not sure I believe it. But. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, it's, I have a picture right here. Look you have at a picture. It. Oh, well, yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, this week's cow tail is that in Australia, there is a Dairy Queen, which is a, an ice cream joint. I love Dairy Queen. Yeah, really good soft soft serve ice yeah. cream. With, mm. uh. Uh, there's a Dairy Queen in Australia that offers their new ice cream drink, Moo Latte. Okay. It offers free Moo Lattes to cows who come through the drive-thru. And yeah. here we have a picture of a cow licking off the top of a Moo Latte with its <laughs> owner. Isn't that cute? It's kind of, uh, I would say it verges on the ridiculous, but who <laughs> Well, it's a say? great promotion. I guess yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, and obviously this woman brought her cow in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really nice that cows have rights, you know. And they want ice cream too. Yeah, and I w- So the, they have cows lined up around the block to get this free? Well, the picture drink? shows one cow. So at least one cow took up on the offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Free stuff for cows. That's right. And are we ready for this week's kanji? So now it's time for Audio, Audio Mnemonics, where we attempt to create a theater of the mind so that you can actually learn kanji just by imagining an image in your mind. Okay, ready? I'm ready. This one today is for the kanji for mouth. Mouth. Yes. Yeah. And it is very simply a box. A box. It's like a square. It is. Yep. That's about as simple it's, as you can get. And it kind of looks like a mouth. Indeed. A square mouth. A big square mouth. That's right. Like uh, square pants Bob. Bob <laughs> SpongeBob Sponge square pants. SpongeBob square pants. <laughs> right. That guy. An empty SpongeBob. Yeah. That would be it. Mm-hmm. And the pronunciation is most often either ku or kuchi. Kuchi, right. Yeah. So you can use it for a person's mouth and also as like an entryway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to a place. To um, Heidi Gucci is right. the entrance to a place. Yeah, or the. The, the entrance to a station, for example. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Now, well, I would remember it by thinking of a, of a baby with a square mouth. Because with a baby, you always go, you know, coochie, coochie, coochie. Ah, oh, isn't that a great way to remember this go. kanji? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's audio mnemonics. Okay. Thank you very much. In the morning. Uh, next week, instead of the uh, regular Planet Japan, we're going to have a very special interview edition. Uh, this will be the first of a series of uh, one-on-one interviews that I'll do with um, some actual Japanese people from right here in Japan who have interesting things to say. And next week, uh, I'll be talking to my friend Keiko. Keiko is a wedding planner, and we're going to talk about uh, some of the wedding and marriage uh, customs in Japan and 
it's really quite uh, different than a lot of the things we we do back home in the U.S. So that'll be next week, uh, episode five, and then we'll be back with the regular edition of uh, Planet Japan the following week. Uh, also, don't forget about our uh, contest that we started last week. You can win four free DVD rentals. You uh, do need to have a Japanese mailing address, however, to enter the contest. Uh, to win the four free DVD rentals, all you have to do is send an email to planetjapan05 at yahoo.com with the answer to this question. What year did professional baseball begin in Japan? Okay, what year did professional baseball begin in Japan? Send your answer by email, and the first five people that send the correct answer will uh, be the winners, and you'll be able to rent those free DVDs online at uh, DVD Japan. And if you go to the blog, you can find out uh, more information about the contest. And finally, we are um, finally on Podcast Alley, and you can go there and vote for us and tell the world that you love Planet Japan. You can either just go to podcastalley.com and search for Planet Japan, but it's probably easier if you just go to our website, planetjapan.org, and from that page you can uh, find a link to vote for Planet Japan. It's very easy. You just enter your email address. They'll send you a, an email, and you just click on the link to confirm your vote. And if you like, you can leave a comment when you vote if you want to say something about what you think about the program, that'd be cool, too. Okay, well, I think it's time to um, hitch up our cows and... Herd on home. Herd on into the sunset. All right. It's been another lovely experience. I hope our millions of listeners across the globe have enjoyed our most recent attempt to inform and, and enlighten and make people's lives better. Moo. Don't forget, uh, you can email us at planetjapan05 at yahoo.com. Websites at uh, planetjapan.org. And uh, please give us your feedback. We're um, really interested in what you think about the program. And if you have any ideas of what you'd like us to do, we are more than happy to, to entertain suggestions. So, thank All you, right. Amy. We'll see you next time. Okay, thanks everyone okay. for listening. Sayonara. Sayonara. Bye bye. <laughs>